and I had to tell my middle daughter, I was like, hey, pigs are cute, right? And she's like, I loved them. You know, they like, they like uh, chunkled at my hand when I stuck it to the fence. I was like, hey, just so you know, like if you fall down, like break your ankle and you're with pigs, they'll try to eat you. They will try to eat you. They wow, will consume so, you. So did you say that on a daddy daughter date? Nope. I said that in our living room. Wow, your okay. children grow up fast, don't they? they That's have right. To. Real world is tough. <laughs> I'm trying to keep these girls off The Bachelor. Okay. That's what I'm trying to do here. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode number 488 of the podcast. I'm your host, Max McCoy. And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden. The podcast is a show dedicated to delightful idiocy, and we're committed to educating you on things that entertain but do not matter. To find out more about these emptied out and hollow pursuits, check mm-hmm. us out at knoxandjamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at the podcast, and we're on Twitter at podcastpod. Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be evaluating the Bachelor contestants. But before we do that, you guys, we have a brand new member of the team at the Popcast Media Group, the PMG, and it is our Chief Details Officer, Walla. Now, Walla comes to us from New England. She lives in Massachusetts because, weirdly, she's a Brazilian who cannot handle hot weather um, in her downtime. She loves to read. She loves to scroll lifestyle and home Instagram feeds. She loves organization TikTok. Um, let me give you a little uh, pop culture background, right? Favorite books, Station Eleven, A Court of Mist and Fury, Rules of Civility, The Dutch House, movies, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, Sweet Home Alabama, A Night's Tale, Inception, TV shows. She loves herself some Yellowstone. Knox has found a yeah, friend. that's right. Excellent. <laughs> Yellowstone. She loves Succession. She loves Mad Men. She loves Outlander, another Another friend at the company. Who do you loves feel victimized Outlander. right now? Because I feel like I have a total ally here. Well, I'm so excited. You really do because the only it's like Veep and it's we all love Veep, <laughs> right? And then music. I love her. She's really great music. She loves Beach Weather. She loves Talk. She loves Taylor Swift. And she loves Matt Mason. We'll include a link in the show notes because right now she has made her Instagram public, which, listen, guys, be cool. Go say hello. Yeah. Say hello to her. Wish her the best. Don't tell her any secrets yet. Let her learn on her own. Don't be weird yet. You got to say that. Don't be weird yet. Be cool. Yeah. Be cool. So we're so excited to have Walla on the team. We're so excited to have East Coast representation. I'm excited just to have a staff member who likes pop culture. That's fun. That's a departure. That's different. You know, you know somebody who's actually seen a whole movie, Aaron. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. 
Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. All right, Jamie, it's time to do what we're here to do, and that is not make friends. Wow. You know, uh, that, is, that, no. that intonation. No, look. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be, can I be vulnerable for a second? I don't know. Let's talk to Jason. Everybody gather but, uh, around. But Jason, if you're out there, like maybe some light piano music, some heartfelt music. I was uh, scrolling Hulu the other night, you know, just looking like, what's new? What's good? Should yeah. I watch something? Pop culture guy here, blah, blah, blah. And I saw The Zatchler, you know, the header. And I was like, I said, I was on the couch next to uh, uh, one dog who's missing an eye, another dog who had to get 12 stitches. I'd, honestly, I don't know why, but he just did. And uh, I said the S word. I was like, daggum, man. I got to watch that. And then I remembered. I don't have to watch that no, you show. Don't. I'm no, free you don't. from the chains. So I'm really excited about this episode where we get to like have our cake but eat it too a little bit with these yeah. contestants and with the Zatchler. No, I'm very excited. So let's talk a little bit about Zatch for those who are not familiar. Okay. So Zatch Shawcross, name is a sentence. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, he's 26 years old. He's a tech executive. Not anymore. Not mm-hmm. anymore. Um, and from Anaheim Hills, California. Guys, if you don't know where Anaheim Hills is, it's next to Disneyland. But instead of them having a theme park, they have a golf course. So mm. congratulations. He was a contestant on Orgasby and Old Lady Hair season, which yep. I checked in on Old Lady Hair. Still Old Lady Hair. Okay. Could tell your first name if it was the end of my life or her name. Honestly, <laughs> Rachel no and Gabby. Idea. Rachel and Gabby. Great. Got it. <laughs> um, so he, this is what, this. I just want to read a little bit of ABC's press release for this upcoming Bachelor season. An endearing 26-year-old tech executive, Shawcross stole Bachelor Nation's heart. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? I don't, I don't <laughs> I've got that. some notes. I don't okay. remember. Okay. <laughs> On season 19 of The Bachelorette, with his quiet charm, wit, mm. and openness to finding lasting love, audience saw Shawcross put himself and his desire to meet the one first when he made his emotional exit, opening the door for his person to walk through. Yeah. See, if I was writing that copy, I would say, um, would you like to say, uh, see a hot incel try to find love again? Um, because he's still really upset the way it ended last time with a Florida woman. Well, then watch this season because you're going to love it. It's <laughs> going to be right. really good. Listen, and he, as a reminder, uh, she thought he was too young, despite the yeah. fact that they were the same age. Right. And he thought she was phony. And he was like, I'm out. And he left. He quit. Right. He wasn't even asked, which I think he knew he was going to be. And he was like, well, I'm going to go before I'm asked to go. Yes. Um, but he so just knowing who he is, he played football at California Polytechnic State University. I asked you the last the, when we first met him as a contestant, I was like, what's a polytechnic? And you were mm. like, I don't know. Like, okay, yeah, and, that tracks. And you Still said don't. that you said California Polytechnic was a, a fake university that plays another oh. university in a movie. Oh, yeah, that's a, like, the, that's the rival school, I think. That's right. And then he uh, he graduated from Cal Poly in 2019. Mm. God, these people are so young. Stayed all four years, huh? He was like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish my journey here at the Polytech. That's right. And when we talked about him in his original bio, because as a reminder, he would love to be Spider Man for a day. Yeah. <laughs> You said that's either because he loves Zendaya or he wants to kill his uncle. And we learned his uncle is putty. Whoa. <laughs> There's a lot of Oedipal stuff going on with uh, Kronk. <laughs> Does Aaron that's know right. that? Aaron, do you know his uncle's Kronk? Wait, what? It's Patrick yeah. Warburton? Yeah. That's exactly right. That's Are his uncle. Are you kidding? See, this is fun because 
Like That's Aaron doesn't amazing. listen to yeah. our Bachelor recaps, and I don't want her to. No, I'm, I'm I don't glad ever she want doesn't. Her to listen. But this no. is like w- the stuff that gets old and rote to me. Like now we get to like throw it at Aaron and be like, oh, like it's all it's all new again, right? It's all new. And so you also he also said in his bio, his fun fact was that he loved beach volleyball and is a master of the Top Gun high five. And you said men should aspire to do more. <laughs> Men used to fight in wars, you know, that's what I'm that's saying. Right. And so in a recent interview, he said, there are two main things that I look for. And first is how kind and compassionate they are, just like every man everywhere. Right. And I think that's something that's pretty rare nowadays. And he said, the other thing is having someone that loves to do fun, adventurous stuff with me, whether it's traveling or trying cool foods. And as a reminder, <laughs> he does not like eggs. So I don't know what the cool foods are going to be, but yeah, not he does not, he that. doesn't like breakfast. And so. Now, I'll tell you a little bit about Cal Poly uh, Tech, uh, okay. Jamie. Okay. Is it Cal Poly Tech or Cal Poly Tech State? Because I'm on Cal Poly Tech State, and I'm not coming off this corner. So let's just assume it's Cal Poly State. Yes, yes, um, yes. It's, it's the oldest of the three polytechnics in the California State University system. Isn't that fun? Isn't is that it multiple, interesting? Is, it mul- is the poly the multi-technological that they Has study? Has to be. What if it's yeah. only one tech? That would be hilarious. Honestly, it should be Unitech. Unitech. It should. Uh, people also ask on Google, is it prestigious and is it difficult to get into? I feel like if you're asking those on Google, it's probably not either of those two. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it may not be. Yeah, it may not be difficult. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, look, this is um, – Okay, let's let's uh, let's level the gaze a little bit. Obviously, the the subtext here is, and we alluded to it. We're this first um, iteration. We're not recapping, right? Um, so along uh, with seven other Bachelor podcasts that have decided to, unbeknownst to us, well. uh, yeah, I will we say like that. credit to us. We were on this uh, for ourselves in in the summer. Um, a lot of this was about the trend of the show, but I would like to say the cherry on top of that. Um, we have to change things. For me, at least, was Zach being uh, named The Bachelor. Is that oh, also true for you? 100%. We ju- I just wasn't interested in yet another. I played football in college, and yeah. my neck is the same width as my head. Sure. I just That was not a vibe that I wanted to pursue. I did not find him uh, witty or charming in his season. That was no. when he was a contestant. So I don't know. I get that they have to... Everyone has to market what they got to market. And so you do the best you can. But still. Yeah, but when you choose the thing, like, that's that's the problem. Even with um, past Bachelors, I'll, we'll stick with Bachelors here. Like, with Clayton, with Clayton, yeah. at least it was like, um, he has this weird connection with children. It's not inappropriate, but it is. A, it, like, he feels very, he feels like Betty Draper on the first season of Mad Men and her neighbor son, like, neighbor kid, Glenn. There's a weird connection there, and that's interesting. We could put it on TV. There's just nothing about Zach. There's nothing that's interesting. And I think, you know, obviously, we go into great length uh, in a couple, the more you knows ago, about why we're not recapping it. So we won't belabor that here. But I think, broadly, there used to be this, like, uh, surreal, weird grandeur to this show. Like, watching it was like being in a in a in a dumpster but sometimes you found something cool in the dumpster and you're like this is kind of cool yeah. right but now it's just like watch the show is like being in a dumpster in the middle of a landfill there's just like there's nothing good and it all smells and it just it makes you feel bad about yourself that's so right. we've dipped accordingly that's right and listen how is it going to turn out like will they find love probably not if you're Nick no. Vile you just got engaged this weekend to literally a woman who is 24 years old wow, and you really? are 42 sure, wow. her brain's not even finished yeah. And you're like, I want to spend my whole life with a woman named Natalie Joy. So but you know what, Jamie? He can't have a woman with a finished brain because he's in a beef war with Chris Harrison. So he's got to have all his... Me- <laughs> That's right. He can't let her... He, he, no, he, he's like, got to have all his intellectual faculties to take on Chris Harrison in his new podcast, which is just insane. It's really good. For me, like Zach, he's kind of like 
ordering a delicious salad, but when you get it, you realize they left out the cheese, the bacon, the dressing, and the croutons. And so you're just left with like some wet lettuce and maybe some onions or whatever. You're like, you got what, kale what and broccolini. And you're yeah. Like, no. Which we'll come back to broccolini. Weirdly enough, we will come back. Let's we check will. out his broccolini. But like he, uh, I think everything you need to know about him is he's boring. And you alluded to it in your intro for him. Um, the way he exited the, his his uh, season with Gabby and the other one, um, he, I don't know if like, you know, we've heard of scrubs before, like dudes who are scrubs. Yeah. He, Zach is a, uh, he's a sub. And what that means, that stands for um, a, a, a guy who, if a girl breaks up to him, he calls her a stuck up B word. Uh, so he's a stuck up B word bro. Because that's a, that's 100% how he played that situation. He was like, well, actually, you're disgusting and I'm the coolest and like you lost out on this, you know? Well, and they've even leaned into that into some of the promos for the season of throwing shade at old lady hair when yeah. it's like, guys, she's dealing with her hair. Like, yeah. and we got to move on. You got to stop being like, oh no, I'm great. It was them that was awful. Yeah. And sometimes you're the, you're the, you are the problem. Sometimes, sometimes you're you the issue. And the only thing I can remember, because I do forget about all these people after like the season's over. Sure. But the only things I can retain from him were um, his dad was, or his uncle was Kronk. So that's right. cool. That is cool. That's objectively cool. No, okay. That's very cool. And his dad, when he was a kid, would take him to the airport to watch planes take <laughs> off and land. Yes. And that is the end of what I remember about that. And that's all. And I, and again, I, I haven't added much to that because I don't <laughs> think he's very interesting. Uh, because listen, he has he started with sixteen hundred followers when he yeah. joined Bachelor Nation as a contestant. He now has sixty seven thousand followers. That's how little people are interested in him as a person. And I'm it's, not saying I know you might go sixty seven thousand is a lot of people. It is a lot of people, but not for a bachelor lead. That is no. not impressive. No, no, I'm not saying it would have been better if they did a hologram of Jeffrey Dahmer on the season of The Bachelor, but I'm not saying it wouldn't have not done better. Does I that make sense? That, I, well, I'll be honest. The four women that came from Florida, I think still would have shown up. They're still here. Holland's still here. Okay. <laughs> she, it doesn't Look matter. At the Holland. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about these women for a second. So yep. there are 30 contestants. Uh, we, the youngest is 23. There are a couple of 23 year olds and the oldest is the oldest of old you can get. 30. Um, wow. 13 of these women are uh, Gen Z and 17 are millennials. Wow. But but to be clear, for if you're listening and you're a millennial, these are the baby kind. These yeah. are not 41-year-old millennials. No. No. So, okay. The average age is 26. The, co- the only comforting fact about how young they are is that they were all born in the last century. But mm. I think this will be the last Bachelor where that is true. This is it. End of an so, era. So, yeah. so there are two Olivias, two Victorias. There's a lot of... Listen, this feels like a daycare, mm-hmm. like Ariel, Kylie, Brianna, Brooklyn, Madison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it just feels like all of these girls you have to invite to your child's birthday party. Yes. You know? That's exactly right. Um, but four are from Florida, three from uh-huh. New York, three from Texas, three from Maryland. Maryland okay. coming in hot. Maryland contributing to the budget of the season, obviously, getting some reps here. And normally the state that is dom- that dominates California, only one contestant from California. It's weird because we know what we know about Maryland. They do crab cakes and football. They, we don't know that they do bachelorette <laughs> contestants or bachelor contestants. We don't so know. We, this will we, be we interesting. And, and guess what? We'll never know because we're not going to watch it. So <laughs> we won't even know if it works out. We do have a rodeo racer, four nurses, and yep. a nanny from Austria. Yeah, if you're picking up on a theme on a man who just needs to be taken care of, uh, you are correct <laughs> in that. Check that bingo spot. Uh, amazing. I, I will say in reading the bachelor bios, because I put a lot – of emphasis and weight on on the contestant bios, right? I feel like yes. it, it's the uh, it's Rosetta Stone. It's of the course. gospel that tells us what we need to know about the season. I, I will say the bi- the voice of the bios 
this season has really evolved. My theory is they're, is they're forming this out to AI. This is chat GPT because some of the sentences are just weird. You know, it's like here in the bachelor dojo and you're like, huh? Who's writing this? Know, What's going so on here? There's so many exclamation points in these bios. I'm glad you brought that up, Jamie. I have a fun fact. I did some research. Would you oh, like to hear my research? I would. I would love to hear it. Would you believe that on average, minority contestant bios had three exclamation points per paragraph <laughs> and whiteys? Oh, whitey girls, they had ba- barely over one and a half exclamation points. Is it because we're trying to really make sure you like yep. these women of color because we don't think you will if you I live won't in put the words flyover in state. in Mike Fleiss's abusive mouth, allegedly. <laughs> I won't, but there's a theory there. It's interesting. That's right. Actually, I used the same um, uh, model. I-, I-, I copy and pasted some into some AI software, and okay. I wanted to create uh, the-, the directive I gave our visual intelligence was, would you please describe Jamie B. Golden's bio? if she was a contestant on The Bachelor. Okay. (laughs) Here's what it spat out. Okay. Jamie B. Golden is no stranger to boldness. She is single, stunning, ready to Pringle and mingle. I swear to God. (laughs) I love Pringles. I do too. She is confident and outspoken and will be ready to flirt with everyone, not just all the eligible bachelors. Remember. I like that it says remember. Like it's holding your face. Remember. She is down for anything and always up for a good time. <laughs> listen, I, I, I do want you to copy and paste this to that to me because I, I think do you think won that the is, show. Listen, I am down to mingle and Pringle yeah. with anybody right. anytime. Let's go. Who's not down to mingle and Pringle? You know, that should be the baseline for oh, people. That's for really friends. good. And you're right. That's what all of the, as we read some of these, that is exactly what they sound like. I do think th- there's, there's probably a richer conversation for us to have about like delineating um, what are to do lists in our life. What are bucket lists in our life and what are pipe dreams in our life? One contestant wants to live in Disney World. That's a pipe dream, right? Because that's not likely to happen. One describes her bucket list item as wanting to go to Arizona. (laughs) That's just a to-do list. (laughs) You just make some time and buy the ticket and you can... Like you can get there on Southwest for most hubs. I don't know. Maybe Southwest. I don't know. Not reliable, but it's just, I feel like there's a better conversation to have at some point for us. So um, why don't we kick off here and get to uh, some weirdo contestants? Okay. Up first is Vanessa. Vanessa is 23. She's a restaurant marketer from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Already it's weird. You're a restaurant marketer in Mm -hmm. Baton Rouge. Do you know what I mean? Like you're just trying to market like this place has better etouffee than this place has. We got gumbo next. My job's over. I'm good. Then she says, I consider her, she says she considers herself a top notch foodie. Mm -hmm. You are living in Baton Rouge. You're 23. No offense to Baton Rouge, but like you're near New Orleans. Go live in New Orleans if you want to be a foodie. Also, she said growing up, she played a lot of freeze tag. (laughs) <laughs> standalone <laughs> sentence standalone wasn't a lead-in wasn't a setup it was just boom fact about me that's right and then her dream duet partner of every singer in history mm-hmm. is barry gibb of the bgs here's by the way in they're alive aaron barry gibb dead I think alive. he is, isn't he? Oh, he he's alive. He's, he's alive. Maurice oh, he died. Really? Maurice oh. died. Sorry, Aaron, I would have lost that. That's my I know. Bad. But listen, if I'm fact about Barry Gibb, in January 2006, he bought the the home of Johnny Cash and uh, June Carter Cash in Hendersonville, Tennessee, where you and I have been. Mm-hmm. And uh, it burned down in his renovation. And so he burned down an iconic home of country music superstars. What? Um, and so I like that she picked him. Also, if, if this is important. In the picture... Of her, and we'll link in the show notes to the bios where you can see everybody's headshots. She is wearing more clothing 
than anyone will wear all season on the show. She has on a high collar, long sleeve, no skin is showing. That Mm -hmm. alone makes her a weirdo in this group of women. And when you zoom out, sometimes you can get the full bod pictures. When you zoom out, she's like, uh, she's like knees deep into Carhartts. They're just not pulled up high (laughs) enough. So it's like, what are you doing, Vanessa? Why are you marketing like this? There are women's photos on ABC.com where it does appear that they are nude. Yeah, there is no be. there is no clothing showing in the headshot. She is a weirdo in that respect. Do you think she thinks Barry Gibb is Jimmy Fallon when Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake do the BGs? No, jokes? I think she thinks it's actually Justin Timberlake. She thinks Barry is Maurice. Mm, That's why how complicated this it. is. I, I don't know if you guys have seen a picture of Barry Gibb lately, but he looks like Will Ferrell playing a confused old man. Like he's it is seventy six <laughs> guys. He's not like he's not a whippersnapper anymore. I can't believe know? he's made your redacted celebrities to die list. You know, uh, in twenty twenty. Oh yeah, I can't <laughs> confirm he's not to, on that. Godspeed list. to him. Godspeed to him. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, man. Wow, I have a pick of the pick of the roster here. I think I'm gonna go cat. I think I'm She's gonna pick cat. She's a big weirdo. <laughs> yeah. She's a big weirdo. Aaron, uh, in her in in a in an uh, uh an average bachelor contestant bio, mm-hmm. there are around 130 words. Okay, mm-hmm. how many times do you think the word cat in reference to her name was used in her bio? I'm setting the over under at nine and a half. I'm going to go, I'm going to go over. It is over. It is over. It's over. Almost 10% of the time, cat is being said in this bio in a way that's (laughs) not, it doesn't make sense and it's not very reasonable, but it is said 10 times. And this person, I think for me, uh, it started with the face she's making in her picture is the same one someone makes when they come out of your bathroom and say, I think something's wrong with your toilet when they know dang well they just clogged it because they do keep so hard. She does look like she just said, she does look like she just said cat. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't be mad, but Kat just called your toilet, I think. I don't know. Cuba plunger? <laughs> it's really bad. She uh she describes herself as uh loving hot dogs, which I, think I love a hot dog. Is that secretly is that that's not a bad thing. if you say that? It's not. But I don't think that's something you lead with. Okay. You could be like Vanessa and play, say like as a kid I played a lot of free stack. That's a cool fact to lead with. That's a cool thing to tell me about who you are and what you're about. But when you say you love hot dogs, I don't like that. And then when you follow it up and you say, I don't do dinner dates. Honestly, that's the most psychopathic thing I've ever read in these bios. You don't do no, dinner you know dates? what that is? That's a Tinder bio that a lot of people are going to swipe right on. Do you know what oh, I mean? Because wow. that's a, I because lo- it's not just cat loves hot dogs. It's cat all caps loves hot dogs. Oh, so you think this is just like an advanced, elegant Tinder advertisement? Yeah, she's this like, is. I, I don't love do hot dates. Dog. Yeah, I love she's hot like, dog. I'm a dancer, which means I'm flexible, and I love sure. a hot dog, and I, you don't have to take me to dinner. That yeah. is exactly what I read there. Wow, I completely misread this. This I completely misread this. I'm sorry. That's 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 my bad. But yeah, she uh, uh she wants to be a priority. She wants to have cheese and cheese and crackers in Central Park. Um, I just there's <laughs> there's a lot to be weary of here with cats. Okay, my next weirdo is going to be Madison from Fargo, North Dakota. Bingo. Out the, listen, yep. out of the gate, you're from North Dakota. Like, I get that you want to get out of that, you know, never ending winter. Yeah, But this is not the place for you. 26 business owner. Um, she took on the role of caretaker for her two younger sisters. So that is someone already that's coming in with a grudge against her family. That's right. You know, for doing that to her. She says that her sisters are part of a package deal. Trust me. You do not want Madison and Brittany and Kellen to be a part of the package deal. You know I, what I mean? Honestly, Jamie, I love the audacity and the boldness of someone who's like, I'm coming in here. I'm competing with 30 other women. 
they're all objectively hotter than me. They just are. I'm sorry. They are. Also, you're going to have to deal with my sisters. And that's going to separate me. That's, that's going right. to be a good thing. And also, when we go to dinner, if you order a sauce on the <laughs> side or on the meal, I'm going to freaking lose it because I dislike all sauces. Who dislikes all sauces? You can't just I'm, say that. That's, that's like when a woman says, I don't have any girlfriends. I'm just friends with guys. That's a red flag, like a huge red. And if you're listening and you're like, what's the red flag about that? You need to talk to a therapist because they will yeah. explain it to you. Listen, at our house, we tell our kids, you can never say always and never because nothing's always true or never oh. true. So you can't hate Raised all by sauces. An Enneagram five. It's just stupid. It's like, honestly, I respect you as a child and I, I, I appreciate your viewpoint, but that's a stupid thing you're saying. It's just fundamentally stupid. <laughs> you're not stupid, but what you're saying is stupid. Does that right, make right, sense? Right. No, and when Massa says, I don't like spicy Zach sauce or Zach sauce, that's just a stupid thing she's saying. And it's not my fault. Zach's visit in North Dakota, where she comes from. Listen, and then she says, when given the question, you can have any superpower mm-hmm. it, it, that's ever been created by Stan Lee. And she's yep. like, pause time. Okay. Why? Okay. Why it's okay. She that, panicked. That's, not a, she that's panicked. not a cool. She did panic because I get that she's like, I just hate that time passes. That's yeah. what's stupid about that. That's what's weird sure. about that. What what you do to pause time is like Zach on Save by the Bell. Uh-huh. And it's to have a conversation with the audience. Who's yeah. Madison talking to it's to give moments. us a narrative voiceover. Madison, you don't have time to do that. Like, that's not even a realistic possibility. Honestly, with her bio, because she's on my weirdo list too, I feel like we should do two snake draft episodes. One about restaurant sauces oh, and like yes. which ones are the best. And also, what would be the coolest superpowers to have? Because power to pause time, I feel like that wouldn't even make, like that wouldn't even get drafted. That would not even be so selected. Nobody would even bring that up. It wouldn't even be like fifth or sixth round. No, of no. course not. Aaron, if you could pick any superpower, what would it be? And please, God, don't say power, power to pause time. Uh, invisibility. Inv- okay, uh, let me but let to me do ask you tricky this. things, but to do tricky things to people, to do whatever, uh, to, to do stuff like just well, to like Aaron, Aaron, you've got bad ankles. Don't backpedal that hard. Like, uh, <laughs> I've my secret thing has always been if people pick invisibility, they're kind of uh, like a secret creeper because like they want to do invisible well, stuff. Well, she is a secret creeper. She's <laughs> not a secret creeper. She's Aaron. A creeper. Are you a secret creeper? I mean, like I like to know people's <laughs> business that they don't want to tell. <laughs> Well, that's a creeper. Welcome to it. She's so like Harriet the Spy. The She's audience. like, I'm doing Harriet the Spy stuff. I'm not like watching you change. She's at a, a Harriet the Spy as an icon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm trying to spin it with you. Like, Thank you. Like, I this is good. That. You're not yeah, being yeah. a pervert. That's what no, I'm saying. No, no, not though, for pervert stuff. Gross. No, I think we, both of us did ask, are you a secret creeper? And you just didn't answer the question. Let the record show. Just no, to make I'm, sure not, that stays I'm in. not a perv creeper. I'm yeah. an intellectual creeper. But what if something perv happens while you're doing other creeping? Mm-hmm. That's not my fault. You're that's like, strange. wait, Don't if the invisible shoe fits, I will wear it. Thank you very much. Um, okay, I'm going to pick. I can't believe she's still here. Uh, I'm so excited to talk about Holland. <laughs> But Holland, I you wanna... know what? She, I, she she fell into seven categories for me, so I'm welcome to talk about her at any time. Okay, let's let's both chime in here. So uh, my first favorite thing was she's from Florida. So I was like, now we know we got a winner. Wait, we got someone who's raised in, in Florida. These where in Florida? Is she's Boca, right? She's Boca, Boca Raton. Raton. That's how you know because if you're from Boca and you're on the show. There's a reason why you're from Boca on this show. You know what I mean? Like you haven't no. made it. You're trying to make it. Um, I like the subtext of the other one who dumped Zach. Um, she was from. Was she from? She was from Florida, right? Yes. Yeah, Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was from Florida, so Zach's very. He's definitely going to be salty on that. Um, uh, I like that she just leaned in, and they were like, "What's your favorite show?" And she's like, "The Bachelor," because that is such an insane thing to say in a bio on an insane TV show that. 
has you be on the show, but anytime you acknowledge understanding the show, that's a negative. And anytime you acknowledge that, like, maybe there's some strategy to this, that's also a negative. So I'm fascinating at the subtext that that fact's going to generate. What, what, are, what are some things that you saw that you liked about well, it? Well, I let me give you one of the many categories I put her in, which was, which we'll get to later, which is uh, maybe this is not the, maybe she is not the age on her birth certificate. Oh, um, yeah. Because yeah. she is 24, and that woman, that I am staring at right now is no less than 49 years old. That's no, she was, you know how uh, I know that not only by looking at her, but I also know that one of her fun facts is she loves quote yachting with her girls. Well, those are all, that's Jane Fonda and Sally field that she's yachting with because 24 year olds, unless they're in Ibiza, they do not yacht. They don't yacht in Boca Raton. They do. No, they do not. And I think, um, this is someone who voted for FDR all three times, you know, she's like a love. (laughs) I, I, like I would vote for him fourth if you ran into him. Into him. Also, she uh, <laughs> she loves wine and sushi. You know what they serve at every nursing home? Wine and sushi. They <laughs> love it. Listen, well, in fact, check uh, FDR served four terms. So that's my bad. So Jason, leave that in for accountability. Maybe she didn't vote for him for the fourth. Oh yeah, maybe she's like, okay, we need some new yeah. blood here. You know, like what's uh, was he dead at Pearl Harbor? Like who knows? Did he know uh, stuff like that? Um, I uh, the, probably the biggest red flag I saw in her bio was. Um, the things she's looking for, um, it, like, uh, like in a, in a potential spouse. Um, and, and she describes it as, um, uh, unwavering commitment, loyalty, and a genuine personality. And now if I was a therapist, Jamie, I'm not a therapist, but if I was yeah, done, right. done a lot better help, I would point out that Holland seems to be revealing some trust issues with her priorities because she says unwavering commitment. That means someone wavered loyalty, someone cheated genuine personality someone wasn't who she thought she was and again i'm not her fake therapist but if i was i would recommend not going on a tv show based around the premise of one a man dating 30 other women and two those women explicitly not being there to make friends i feel like this is a firecracker situation 100 percent. and then she says spending time in her home state of florida listen if you win you're not going to get to go back to florida yeah, like you're you're like you love Florida too much. You know who else loves Florida a lot? The elderly. I love it. So I'm <laughs> I just will saying. respect Floridians who like the, the only place they want to be is Florida. You know, they don't want to be like, I'm out of here. I can't wait to get out of here. They're kind of like, I don't I know. Love it's kind of chaotic and charming. I love a Florida. But that's the thing about most Flor- Floridians who love Florida recognize Florida man energy. They know yeah. that it exists and they're very aware of how weirdly how many alligators are in you know, croaker and Publix. Like, That's right. It's, it's yeah. a, it's a wonderful texture of life. And again, I think I've greenlit this a million years ago, but Lauren Groff, she has like a short story series uh, about Florida. It's yeah. incredible. It's all stories based in Florida. You mentioned the wine and sushi. Did you like how in her bio, she's like, uh, Oh, and he must also love wine and sushi. Hope you're listening, Zach. This is a written, this is a written, this text. Yeah. He's not listening. He's not, what are you talking about? Again, ABC intern. What are, what are you doing? Also, you know who always wants you to love sushi? People who hmm. love sushi. And sometimes, yeah. guess what? You don't like sushi. It's okay. No. And you know what? Can I also say this? I'll do like a like a, a dad yellow light. I'll do a dad yellow light. Okay. Don't make your kids like sushi because they don't realize how expensive sushi is. So then you get some kids, maybe you go to the beach, hypothetically, and maybe they all <laughs> order sushi because they just want to try it. And yeah. you're like, hey, sushi's expensive. And they're like, good, dad. We're just like trying to expand our palate. And then like, you know, of like the rolls they eat like one and a half. 
And then you oh, have to be, no. you don't want to be the bad guy who's like, hey, you know, we're going to box that up. We're going to eat that tomorrow. Nobody wants cold sh- sushi left over for the next day. Nobody likes a moldy sushi. No, Nobody likes sure. a moldy sushi. So maybe wait till like 18. Maybe it's a graduation present. Like get, take you, them to a nice sushi give, dinner you, and a graduation you, present. You graduate with honors from high school and you're like, yeah. here's your sushi. Here's one sushi and then talk to me <laughs> and then maybe we'll order the rest. We're not <laughs> doing that now. Fair, Ridiculous. fair, fair. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Aura Frames. It's Knox here with your annual reminder that Mother's Day is just around the corner this year. Let's think outside the box a little bit, guys. Forget sweaters, candles, or the dreaded bathrobe. They're all so predictable and boring. That's why this year I'm recommending you get an Aura Frame. It's the perfect gift to mix things up and give a gift that shows some real thoughtfulness and is guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. We actually have one of these in our house right now, and we absolutely love it. It only takes about two minutes to set up, and it was super easy. Between all the kids, I was a little worried we'd run out of room, but it has free unlimited storage for photos and videos, and you can invite as many people as you want to contribute to the frame. Now that the kids are a little older, we've added them as contributors to the frame, and it's been really fun to see a few of their photos pop up from events they attend without us. Right now, R has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting rframes.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code podcast at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. All right, picture this. It's finally getting warmer and you're picking up the after work run or a workout, but it's 4 p.m. and you're ready for a little snack to keep you going. What you want is something with clean, wholesome ingredients, but it's hard to find a snack that is great on the go and also fills you up enough to make a difference. Get ready to find out how good healthy snacks can taste with Chomps. We're big fans of Chomps in my house because not only is it so easy and convenient, but it's made with natural ingredients that taste great. Whether I'm prepping for recordings or taking one of the kids to one of their many end-of-year activities, I always have a Chomp stick with me. They're also allergy-friendly, so I never have to worry about one of the kids deciding they want to take it with them. Chomp sticks come in 10 delicious, bold flavors, so there's a healthy snack option for everyone, or grab a variety pack to satisfy your whole family's taste buds. They're even smaller chomplings for a quick snack for any kids in your life. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash popcast. Go to chomps.com slash popcast to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash popcast. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down, big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago, making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash podcastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash podcast pod. So the weather's getting warmer and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. But y'all know how I value quality and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking 
effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super bummed to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable. And I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like, they have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. Okay. And my last weirdo I think is Davia. Davia, 25, marketing manager mm-hmm. from Charleston, South Carolina. Love that. Everything seems normal. She uh, loves dancing, listening to Lizzo. Uh, that feels like, um, I'm, I love Lizzo, but it feels like for uh, Davia, that is a token choice. I'm going to mm-hmm, be honest. Mm-hmm. She says she loves reading romance novels like The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Wow. Or <laughs> Evelyn Hugo. I'm doing great. <laughs> but listen, here's what I have to say about that. She's clarifying because of the other contestant who says she likes reading trashy no, she said novels. forbidden, Jamie. That's classy. And forbidden like, is classy. Listen, I like to listen to classy. First of all, Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I'm doing Evelyn and Evelyn because everybody's. I think in the audio it was Evelyn, maybe. Was it? No. I don't know. It can't be. It has to be Evelyn. Oh, I don't know where I'm getting Evelyn from. Hey, but you know what? I like your unique corner. So stay on that corner. I know. You know? So the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo uh, <laughs> is not really a romance novel. I know there's a romance in it. There's seven romances in it, but yeah. it's not. Well, really inherently, a there's seven husbands. So that's probably not a good situation. That's right. right? But here's what she, same same therapeutic issue. She's looking for an honest man who will prioritize their relationship mm-hmm. above all else. Okay. And I just think that shows hurt. She also says that she could live on oysters. Um, I I looked it up. If you only ate oysters, you would die within a year. <laughs> and that's that's assuming you're drinking water. So sure. like you would die within a year. And then she can outburp anyone. I just don't know that that's the skill set. No. You want to have. Plus I'll be honest with you, her head is big. And my it's, head is big and I also should not be on the bachelor. You know what I yeah, mean? I, I can't live with someone who is only eating oysters and blowing up bathrooms smelling like oysters but then also it's burping out only oysters. Eating oysters. It's too Girl. much. It's eat, too much. Like eat some bread. And I think her um her appearance, I would say it looks like someone has photoshopped Megan Fox like six times too much, you know, yeah. and they need to like control yeah. Z, control Z, control Z to get back to original Megan Fox. But it's just like uh, it's not there. It's not there. It's not for there. Me. No, I, don't I get know. it. Um, I'm going to toss in this. You could talk me out of this if you feel okay. strongly. But I feel pretty confident about this. This is one of the old ones. This is one of the uh, ancient um, 30 year old uh, okay. contestants. I'm going to say Anastasia. Okay, think, she's you, in my winner list. But let me you make a case for it. Why is she in your weirdo? Okay, let me, so um, she describes herself. <laughs> there's some things I like, but there's also like she's like I'm looking for a mature man who has his life together. And knows what he wants. In my free time, I like to watch the Harry Potter movies. That's from a million years ago. That's what I do. That's, that's that's, what, don't worry about that. Not important. Listen, she's a child at heart. Let me make a case for her. She's a child sure. at heart. She um, uh, loves animals, but is intimidated by monkeys. 
I agree. I am also intimidated. Who's not intimidated? By I want her to meet the other contestant who's like, I'm scared of animals that are bigger than me. And sure. they could have like a like they get she that one could convince her that monkeys are cool and she could be like, Yeah, and let me help you with elephants. I'll help you figure it out. I just think she wrote this and she's like, This is spicy and exotic and interesting, but I think everyone on planet Earth is intimidated by monkeys. Like, can you find me oh. someone who's like, no, I go to the, I go to the monkey cage and I, I make eye contact with them and I don't think they're going to throw poop at me. Like, I'm the alpha in that situation. No, listen, TikTok will serve me up like raccoon, dog, dog, raccoon, cat, yeah. cat, monkey, not interested. Like, I go out of my way to be like, not interested in a monkey video no. at all. No, I've seen Planet no. of the Apes. I'm not interested in that at all. Listen, no. like, like we don't even know. We don't even know like the realm of strength. Like gorillas, we don't know they could break it. They could be able to break out of zoo enclosures. We don't know that because we can't measure their strength accurately. They That's kill, something that, I don't they trust. They kill the toddlers. They kill the babies. No, no, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. Wait, who are you did talking? They kill, did, What's his name? Harambe. Um, Harambe. He didn't. <laughs> it was the threat of. I always think of a peaceful Harambe. That's what I think happened. I think it's, he was going to be. Oh, a peaceful wait, how guy. often do you think of Harambe? I mean, I think of him pretty, pretty frequently. Like, what would you have done in that situation? You know, I just think he was like, I'm going to return this kid, not murder it. Like you guys thought oh, I was going to Oh, he did murder do. it. I thought he yeah. murdered it. You thought, you lived in a world where you thought Arambe brutally murdered a child? Which gorilla murdered a kid? Aaron, um, which gorilla murdered a kid? I mean, there's probably a lot of gorillas on, of, over the spectrum right. of history. That's probably happened. But yeah, uh, Anastasia, or Anastasia, she's felt a strong connection to Cleopatra. Like, that's just a crazy... She what? Looks like, she looks like Cleopatra. No, we like, don't know what Cleopatra looks like. We only have coins that allude to it, and this is not what well, Cleopatra looks like. Well, she looks, looks like, like the coin of Cleopatra. I just... I, I, I think I prefer... I played a lot of freeze tag. That's something I know that's sturdy. I can build off that. I understand that. Just saying like, I don't know. I feel vibes with Cleopatra. What does that even mean? That's Listen, crazy. I'm going to just say she's in my winner category because she her Instagram bio reads, her bio says, digital journal of a Greek Gemini. Okay. And Geminis are great. And so for me, she's yeah. a winner because of that. And Jason, I think- cloud music, you already know. <laughs> and she comes from a loving Greek family. I kind of love that. She's done wasting time when it comes to dating. She's 30. So that's an actual valid thing to say, not when sure. you're 23. So yeah. I kind of like her. She's in my first winner's category. What do you think about people who say like, I love this kind of music and it's very, to me at least, obscure. And like, I don't. So I have to oh, ask, who's, no. who's Rufus DeSoul? I don't know who Rufus DeSoul is. Listen. I, maybe she should do a shout out because maybe Rufus is her cousin. Is he her Greek cousin? Aaron, do you know who Rufus the Soul is? The Soul? Do Soul. Yeah, yeah no. Do Soul. Sorry. Sorry. Rufus feels like better last name. First name doesn't match. Like, feels like the parents did a weird thing or he picked a weird name as his musician name. You know what's weird? If it had been DJ Rufus the Soul, I'd be like, oh, I'll check that out. I'll oh, give it a listen. Supported it. He's yeah. a Grammy Award winner. Look at that. <sighs> Just because we don't know who they are doesn't mean they're not important. No, I'm saying I understand that, but I'm just saying that's not a. Uh, it's like it's. It feels like a pretentious thing, right? Think, it feels like a pretentious. We thing. had I think three contestants mentioned Taylor Swift in their bio. Would you have preferred that? Because that feels very basic and cliche. As someone who even who is wearing a Taylor Swift sweatshirt while she records this, like you have to, you have to like, uh, I don't know, you have to middle it a little bit. You know, you don't you don't have to do Taylor Swift, but you don't have to do Rufus the Soul, so you Grammy winner Rufus the Soul. That's the maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't like honestly. Honestly, I don't like your attitude the way you're saying that. <laughs> I don't. He's great. I, don't I love Tyler Childers. He's great. How do you feel about when you? Because uh, uh, listeners will only see the headshot of Anastasia. Yeah. When you see the full body and she has a cane and she has like arthritis gloves, do you still feel like she's going to win the season? Because she she's so old. Does she have a cane? No, I made that up. That's a joke. That's leave that in, but that's a joke because she's thirty. That's is an old joke. Oh, don't be mean to thirty year old. She does look. <laughs> at least she looks thirty, not like Holland. 
I mean, you you could tell me 26 and be like, yeah, that makes sense. Aaron, how do you feel about one of your children's names being a contestant on The Bachelor? I'm not loving it. I'll be honest. Yeah. Okay. Can I yes and that? Because um, Ashley found, Ashley was like looking for a new audiobook. She's like, blah, blah, blah. She's like, hey, weird situation. I found an audiobook about um, a bad boy barber named Knox with a basset hound. And then uh, a runaway bride takes refuge with him and she's like is there anything you just need to tell me anything i need to know really fast like about you or like anything you've gotten into i was like i don't know what that story is about you know what i have to say about that good for ashley because that sounds like it's got some open door stuff (laughs) she's like i just feel weird (laughs) listening to this i don't want to listen to this i don't like i don't like that i don't like that you You don't like characters being named after you uh not with a basset hound and probably gonna have open door scenes my green light mentions a man named knox we'll get to it (sighs) Oh, is it like a but he's sad not nude. He's not nude, so it wasn't weird. Did he like kill kids or something? And like it was he a fun did murder people. Yes, he did. Actually. Great, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what? Uh, that's my first winner. Who's your first winner? My first winner. I'm gonna go. Well, let me do this. I, you know, I would like to look at this like, you know, when you're trying to find a criminal or whatever, they build a profile of like who okay. this probably is. You know, uh-huh. I'd like to build a profile of who a winner, not just of the show. A winner for Zatch. Who's going to win Zatch's season, right? Because that's a very specific. Who will be thing. Mrs. Shallcross? That's right. Who's going to Who's going to be that person? I think fundamentally, you have to look for bios that are simple. Okay, yes. you can't say weird stuff. That's not going to play here. No, they have to be boring. Okay, it has to be like um, you have to have the word soulmate, romantic, um, thoughtful stuff like that. Like very vanilla stuff. This ha- this person has to come from a caretaking job. Okay. Yes. So we've got a lot of nurses and we've got a lot of nannies looking good to me. I feel like they're going to definitely do well. And I think when you're looking at them, they have to be country club white. Okay. Like whiter than Rex Ryan's teeth on NFL game day. Just so freaking white. 100%. Only real ones will get that reference, but it it stands. But so in short, powerfully bland. We're looking for very powerfully bland women. People, maybe women whose headshots jump off the page, but when you read about them, there's nothing like, oh, that's really funny or I can do something with that. Does that make sense to you? No, it makes – and I'm looking at my list of who I picked for winners. I do think they they fit into that guideline really well. Okay. So I'm going to – my first one I'm going to pick is uh, Jess. Okay. Uh, Okay. Jess, because her bio is like – Mad Libs cliche romance bio. Okay. Because here are all the words she uses. And again, 127 words. Sweet soul, dream man, soulmate, hopeless romantic, fairy tale romance, Taylor Swift, love song, and puppies. <laughs> These are all things that are in her very short paragraph. So I think this is someone who they're definitely, she's definitely going to resonate with Zatch. And even more, uh, within her profile, it made me wonder. Uh, do you think the people writing or the AI writing the bio, uh, do you think they know that you don't have, you don't have to say the word spice or spicy if someone says they have Latin American no. heritage, you no, don't have you, to do that. You can just yeah. let it sit. You don't even have to say they're Latin American. You can just say, this is Jess and she likes all the cliche romance But stuff. she has three, uh, exclamation points in her bio. So it, it does feel like they do have to say it. Yeah, they do. They, they do. do. They you know, I chose it. her for my most likely to be a fan favorite because Ooh, of okay. the same reasons, because I think she's 23. And so she, but she's not hot, hot, like she's not hot, yeah. hot. She's, you gotta be attractive to be on the show, Sure, but she's not hot, hot, but she is, it, her bio out of the gate says she's a sweet soul. 
Yep. She's a sweet soul. And so obviously people are going to love her. She probably doesn't have a TB cough like Aaron. Uh, <laughs> Not everyone can have listen. such a charming <laughs> That's right. Her favorite date activity. You know, it's hard to be a creeper if you've got a cough like that, don't you think? It is. That's why I'm wow. an intellectual creeper. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Maybe it's the Achilles heel of the invisible person was like, <laughs> I'm undressing. Did you guys hear that cough? That's I don't know. Weird. I feel like I'm not alone. Uh, her favorite date activity is playing with puppies. Mm-hmm. I just don't know where the sexual tension comes. So I like that's why I think she uh, she is going to do well. Like you're, mm-hmm. you've made her a winner. I've made her a fan favorite because I think sometimes people are like don't want anyone who's too into the sexy sex. You know? Yeah. Like and yeah. so she and she doesn't leave the house without what sunscreen. That's a person mm-hmm. who cares about her health her skin yeah. health, and she plays Bananagrams. You're exactly right. This is a boring person, but I think yeah. people are going to really like her because she's not threatening any way, in any way. Now, the problem with the metric we're using is you can either be you can either win the show or you get voted off first night and we never hear a word from you. It could go either way True. very easily. True. Uh, I don't understand Bananagrams. Like, are, are Bananagrams just like Scrabble for kids, like for babies? Yeah, like, I think, aren't they like little, you put them in a bag, like a little. It's like it's shaped like a banana. banana. Bag. It's in a banana bag. Oh, they're in a, is it shaped like a banana? It is. Yeah. Oh, and then you do what with it? Aaron, that was not very confident. I'm confident. I will no, be the confident. But, we, but, but when you pull are. out the Bananagrams, what happens? Careful. Tyler, sex save. What, do you pull out one at a time? Letters? Or what? How does it work? <laughs> This is not, you don't want to really know this. I don't, I don't, because that sounds I like just, a boring game. Because I Googled a picture and it's just like Scrabble, but there's a Bananagrams bag. And I just don't understand what the difference is. I guess it's for kids. I guess the words Maybe aren't very interesting. Maybe it's travel friendly? Because you don't have to have the board? I mean, is it, if I said like it's, uh, uh, yeah, because they're playing on like placemats or like a table runner. Um, okay. If if I told you like just like kids games, like does that make you like her more or less? It mean well. I have no interest in her at all, but I do yeah. think America loves her more. Yes, I and see, I think Zatch it, likes because I do think Zatch, for the most part, represents the majority of America. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think he's the uh, Big Bang Theory kind of guy, like oh, right in the, the center of Venn my diagram. Mom's gonna be very into Zatch. If like if you build, uh, I like to play cards as a part of your personality. Uh, I don't know, maybe do more, maybe better. You know, maybe be better. Yeah. But I think Jess, I think, uh, and honestly, I don't know what e-commerce coordinator means. I feel like she works like e-commerce. I don't know what the coordination. You know, she coordinates things being put on the internet to be sold. It feels like Word Salad, <laughs> uh, LinkedIn, but uh, we'll yeah, allow it. No, you it's know. fair. It's fair. Uh, give me another winner for you. Okay, another winner for me is Katie. My favorite thing about it is that her name is Caitlin. And mm-hmm. she's gone with a nickname, Katie, that is as long as the original name. That's right. I, I'm very interested in that. Yes. She's 27. She falls into your category of caretaker. She's an mm-hmm. ER nurse. She's, here's the beauty. First, I would have been like Austin, Texas. Oh, no, she's going to nope. be a little more arrogant. But no, this is a Canadian That's right. who has transplanted. Right. So, so even more caretaking. So to me. even more caretaking. She grew up figure skating. That feels like a no- that might feel weird to us. That's not weird. Every every person figure skates in Canada. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, don't fact check that. Leave that. That's good. I think you either figure skate or you play hockey. I, I if you're a Canadian listening, and I do know we have a beautiful Canadian audience. Yeah. Let me know if you have never done one of those things. Like if you've never put on hockey skates. Are hockey skates yeah. different than figure skates? Honestly, don't know. Honestly, yeah, don't they know. They feel like they might be the same. You know, like Chrissy yeah. Yamaguchi, she could just switch um, to the other, right? No? Honestly, none of us have the ankles to have this conversation. No, that's true. We don't. She also they says- They are different. They're they, different. Oh, they are different. Are the they blade, really? The blades are different. Uh, the figure skating <laughs> blade is longer than a hockey blade. 
Okay. Oh, the figure's getting is longer. Maybe that's for that triple axle. It's for balance. It is. It is. Over yeah. the balance. Mm-hmm. Thank you for. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like you said, super bland because she loves roller coasters. That's mm-hmm. that's. Uh, she's not afraid to do. Am I crazy somebody. or did Zach have like a like an opinion on roller coasters? Because I feel like he was on a roller coaster with um one of them, other one maybe. I don't know if I'm making that up or like Mandela affecting that. myself. I don't remember that. But I feel like that might be a like a like a nod to to Zach. Well, and like here's the only here's the, my only hiccup. I think Katie will go far, except because she's kind of blonde and brunette, mm-hmm. which is the perfect balance. If he has to choose, he can be like, well, no, this is a brunette with blonde highlights, but. I did read that she is a Scorpio, and that is tough because they are the meanest of the signs, and she's the only Scorpio in this group of 30. What are we doing? Honestly, like, what are we doing? <laughs> and I know that you Aries are listening, and you thought you were the meanest because Aries are the worst. Also, they're not as bad as Scorpio. I accept Scorpios are the worst. You said we are. No, I said Scorpios are the worst, and then Aries. Do you, are you guys nice. are you guys happy that part of this episode is gonna be Buzz of the Clown music? Are you <laughs> happy with that? Do you feel good about people, that? A lot of people rec- recognize and respect astrological science. Not your boy. <laughs> not your boy. <laughs> um, I, I she is also one of my winners. Um, oh, good. Uh, okay, good. For everything for all the reasons that you're saying, I think she's uh, Canadian nursing. That's a double uh, a double kill right there. Um, I like the um implied complexity of I do like swimming but you know I do hate the idea that sharks are underneath us that's just not true what in kind of swimming pools situations. are you swimming in and where are you at like are you a deep sea <laughs> fishing and swimming is landlocked you're not even near sharks <laughs> I just don't know about that but I feel like that hits Zach. you know I, I think as we were talking I realized Zach is like Ari Lewandyke, if um, everything was turned down, like, and he didn't have a thing, like Ari's was like pillow lips, like to smooch, but Zach is just like he's just Zach, God, and that's all we got. That's the here. worst. I think that's the worst insult you've ever given a person in Bachelor. I, I feel a little bad. I'm gonna have to ask for forgiveness, honestly. But yeah, I think Katie. I think she's definitely a front runner. Um, I've got. Um, I'm gonna put Greer down. How did you feel about Greer's profile? Oh, and I'm, see, I'm not. Greer, Greer was say a her. runner up for my weirdos list. Oh, see, I've got because Greer. of the forehead kisses. Okay, that's why. Again, <laughs> no. Again, we have to remember who's watching this show and like who is Fair. passionate about this show. Fair. It's okay. people who either like to give forehead forehead kisses or need forehead kisses because you're probably not watching the show. Hopefully, unless you have some kind of daddy issues or like rom- romantic problems, right? <laughs> so I feel like this plays right into. Them. I had her. She kind of remind me as um, Catherine from Sean Lowe's season. Like I feel like she's got some personality. How dear? Oh, what 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 made you think she had personality? Go ahead and read it for the for the group. Well, Greer's Greer is a bold, a bold and hilarious, hilarious woman. woman. <laughs> that means that's ABC's she, version of this is a quirky lady. See, this is this means she's reality TV show funny, like Katie Thurston. She's not yes. actually funny, but she doesn't have one knock knock joke. She has like three. So she, that's like, who this she is reminds a me of is Katie Thurston a lot. Yeah, except not as uh, sexual. Uh, well, to be seen, to uh, to be TBD. It's well, where the we fore- don't know. well, it depends on what she just decides as a forehead. I guess you don't. Are, are you? Do you have yeah. a problem with her because she's from? <laughs> <laughs> Do you not like her because she lived in Houston? Is that what this is about? No, Aaron's the one that doesn't like Houston. I love Houston. No, but you also don't like Houston. You don't like... No, I don't uh, like the Woodlands. That's what I don't like is the Woodlands. I I have no feelings like Houston. How do you feel about Houston? I... I know their baseball team cheated and their football team had a quarterback who liked to get his taint massaged. So I'm complicated. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> hey guys, can we be adults? That's just a legal record. That's not, that's not me editorializing. That's just what it is. A clerk um, read that out loud at a court. 
I like that she shops at flea markets. I think that's fun. Um, I feel like she is again, like too hard on the sushis. Um, but I, I like, I, I don't know why I like the forehead kisses. I feel like it's a grenade. <laughs> It is a grenade, and I don't know what way it's going to go That's off. That's true, because that she says she's a hopeless romantic and is a sucker for forehead kisses. Yeah. Which just feel like that's what your dad gives you. So this woman has, for sure, living in Houston, been yeah. on at least 24 daddy-daughter dates. See, I think this is the polar opposite of I'm intimidated by monkeys, because everyone's intimidated by monkeys. No <laughs> one's a sucker for forehead kisses. So I get to, we get to Diane Fossey this, you know, like Jane Goodall and be well, like, what's up feel, here? How do you feel about Greer saying she's never embarrassed, ever? Isn't again, embarrassment a healthy reaction to some situations? Uh, yes. I, again, triggered by always or never. So this is a problem for me. Right. Um, but this does seem like someone who, even when they're in the wrong, they're just like, double down Greer. I'm just going to keep going because that's, you know, whatever. I'm never wrong or whatever. So she, you could easily talk me into a villain edit for Greer. Yeah, also, I like fair. her name. I like her name a lot. I do like Greer. Okay, another winner for me is Mercedes. 24, mm. nonprofit case manager from Bloomfield, Iowa. Here's why. She is the prettiest person in this entire group. Yep. She is stunning. She she makes Tasha look like a bridge troll. Whoa, like, let's not get crazy. Let's no, not I'm get just crazy. Saying, Tasha's the prettiest. JoJo and Tasha are the to me the prettiest bachelorettes. I don't care if your star is in retrograde or whatever. You can't say crazy things. Mercury. So she has. She's like she has four jobs. She works extremely hard to provide for herself. She's now. I'm I'm hesitant about. I've been in two serious relationships, but both mm-hmm. ended because she knew those men weren't her person. You're 24 again. Yeah. You don't even know what you want completely. Um, but I do like that she's that hot and she is trying to make us believe that she shows pigs at the state fair. Okay. There's so much here because I, I have her as a potential winner too because she has all of the um, uh, kind of boring biographical details, right? There's there's a, an interesting story. There's a narrative. Nashville, Iowa. She's 24. She's super attractive. Nonprofit case manager. I can also, to me, this is the highest variability. I could see her final two. I could see her going out night one. I don't think there's any oh, in between. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. She's a nonprofit case manager as someone who, you know, was a social worker for many years. Mm-hmm. She says she would rather order in than cook. Let me tell you, nonprofit case managers can't order in every night. They do not make enough money. Like, oh, that's interesting. What, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I like that theory because I too like to, I would rather order in than cook ever. You know? Jamie, question. Did you have also four jobs when you were trying to decide whether to order in or cook? Oh, no, that's true. Maybe her other jobs. Yeah. No, I've the, only ever... No, the just The pigs are for show, but also for DoorDash. Okay? Everything else is... And maybe she doesn't like to cook because the pigs get cooked. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I just... Listen, so my sister has like farm animals or whatever. You know, I think we talked about last week. Uh, there's pigs there too. Yeah. And I had to tell my middle daughter, I was like, hey... Pigs are cute, right? And she's like, I loved them. You know, they like they like uh, chunkled at my hand when I stuck it to the fence. I was like, hey, just so you know, like if you fall down, like break your ankle and you're with pigs, they'll try to eat you. They will try to eat you. They will wow. consume so, you. So did you say that on a daddy-daughter date? Like, nope, how did I said that in our living room. I was like, okay. hey, stop with your sushi stuff. It's ridiculous. It's so expensive. And a pig will eat you if it gets the opportunity. Wow, your okay? children grow up fast, don't they? they That's have right. To. Real world is tough. <laughs> I'm trying to keep these girls off The Bachelor. Okay? That's what I'm trying to do here. <laughs> I want them to know playing free sag is not a part of your personality. Okay. It's not something to talk about in a a professional way. This episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday. Don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate R2 Dusty in honor of this most 
holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars themed collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead because the force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient, I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair. And support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code POP. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Yeah, okay, that's all the the winners I had. Um, can we talk about most likely to be a villain? Oh, listen. This There's only is, one here to me. It's Victoria, right? <gasps> oh, I had Christina Mandrell. That's okay, who I had. I, okay, so I have Christina Mandrell in the category of most likely to be problematic. So mm, Okay, we're, we'll, yeah, we're splitting we'll hairs. Out. So let me start with Victoria J. The reason I, she's most likely to be a villain is because she's already a villain. Mm-hmm. Guys, this woman has a million followers on TikTok. Okay. When she was announced as a contestant, Officially, she posted a uh, she posted a TikTok with an announcement of her own, and she uh, says, "I just want to ha- I just want to get one epic photo so my ex husband knows that I'm having a better life without him." And then it cuts into, "Man, I feel like a woman." And then the caption for the video reads, "Hard launch colon I'm divorced. Tune into my second chance of love on The Bachelor." So, okay. Listen, this is a woman who knows how to edit quick uh, short form videos. She has a degree in dance performance. Uh, She isn't made for the cold. And listen, when a woman out of the gate says, I'm cold, I get cold, I already am like villain arc, villain arc, villain arc, villain arc. And the fact that she, and she said later, she was like, no, I've been divorced for a year. I just had not told anyone. You don't have enough people that have asked about where's your husband for a year yeah. Like, why Where's is she James? not in your content? I've yeah. never seen you and James together. Are, are plus, you guys good? Plus, plus, she's the only contestant in this group with a blue check on Instagram. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Yeah, so to See, me, I was ba- I'm basic because we flip flop. So she's my most problematic. I had okay. it based off uh, eyebrows. She's got Jafar eyebrows. She's a very, well, she's a makeup artist. I always love it when a makeup artist has. Listen, I, th- that eyebrow comes in too, too, too close in the middle. Listen, yeah. there's just a basic symmetri- symmetry. Her head's also wildly big. Again, yeah. I have a huge head. You have a huge head. But here's where it really kicks in. She's from Fort Worth. And let me tell you a little bit about Fort Worth. <laughs> and you already know this. If you suggest, even for a nanosecond, that a person from Fort Worth is from Dallas. Sure. They will run you over with their Ford 1- F- 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 People. <laughs> 
I don't even know what truck is. You know People what I mean? People from Fort Worth think Fort Worth is a place culturally distinct from Dallas, and it is not, but they have not arrived And they at that also think yet. it's equal to. And listen, we lo- there are many listeners from Fort Worth. Yeah. We love you, and we're so glad you listen. But you are not a different country than no. Dallas. They are so much alike. They yeah. both have really inexplicable roads that lead to nowhere, and you eventually just fall off an interstate that's not finished. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. Like, it's all the same. Yeah, we're gonna get two bad Apple reviews just because of saying this controversial thing, but it's true. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to learn. Listen, that we're like, don't don't come for us. He's from Tennessee and I'm from Alabama. We've got yeah. our own problems. We've got a lot I mean? of issues right now, yeah. honestly. Um so Christina Mandrell, she has man, if Victoria's got the villain eyebrows, Christina Mandrell has the villain face. Like she God, feels like the a, way a fairy that stepmother she's posed who went bad. where you she looks naked and yeah. like she just finished your man yeah. like that is what she looks like in this photo honestly don't love just finished your man but i feel like it needs to stay <laughs> i feel like it does need to stay I the man liked it you know it what do- i mean it, it feels like she's hiding a, a poisonous apple over her uh, pikachu you know it just she, it's everything you want from her um i feel she's very attractive she's a content creator i feel like you always have to be leery of content creators the uh in the bachelor season content creators are often villains or villainish in the bachelor season life coaches are often the villains so you have to recognize some oh, tropes true. a little bit. Which, to be fair, that's so unfair because you can be a life coach and be a lovely person and you can sure. be a content creator and be a very lovely person. Absolutely. But in this, but in this environment, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah, you are. She loves CrossFit. Um, she wants to no. learn how to hula dance. Again, that's a to-do list item. That's not okay, a bucket list question, item. Question. Question. She said her favorite sport uh-huh. is CrossFit. Would you equate CrossFit as a sport? <sighs> okay. This is uh, – I feel like the stakes are high here because – I feel like for avid CrossFitters, if I say no, they're going to be really upset. I, my, my I thought barometer, it was just working out. I thought it was well, just working out. There are competitions. And my barometer is always, is there a competition aspect to what you're doing? And if yeah. there is, you are a sport to me. Okay. So, All right. Well, see, I'm yeah. learning. I'm learning. I don't, I don't know enough about CrossFit, so I might be wrong. So please let me know if I, if I am and I won't read that. Um, but I do feel like it is a competitive sport. Um, I do like the aspect that she considers herself a grandma to her daughter's pet turtle. You know, that's just no, like I a do fun like detail. That. Yeah, I do like um, that. But yeah, this is, she has all the makings of your seasoned villain. So, and also she is going to be put upon because she, I think based on what we know, she is the mother in the group. So she mm. has a five-year-old named Oh, Lakeland, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and so I find that sometimes the blonde, uh, sexy content creators who are moms can sometimes be like, hey, I'm a mom. Yeah. Ha- Actually, I believe a lot of uh, parents can be like that. They're like, ah, I'm a mom. I'm just a mom. I'm just a dad. And oh, I'm yeah. like, calm down. Like, you, you had kids. It was your Listen, choice. What do you The doing? biggest way to distinguish yourself as a higher life form than other people is to say, I'm a parent. Because you and produced none of a you person. Parents. You know how many people produce people? It happens all day, every day. So my I niece, have access my niece to is special labor law. right now having a baby. Like, and people do it all the time. I'd be like, yeah, Christina, you are a parent, but you're also on the show with us. So what does that even say? Well, here's the interesting. She is an, uh, my favorite is she's going to reveal, oh, you know, my aunt is famous because her oh. aunt is uh, Barbara Mandrell, I don't the know famous country You do not know who Barbara Mandrell is. Aunt Barbara Mandrell. The Mandrells? Honestly, the would you guys be like. Uh, Arlene and Louise? Would you be happy if I like was very well versed in who the Mandrell sisters are no, or whatever? Probably not. Is probably that something not. you expect me to know? You know, I'd expect you guys to know certain things. You, well, know? you know, in her Instagram, she's she has the most followers of anyone. She has over okay. forty thousand followers, and she lists herself as a model slash actress slash content creator. Okay. Okay. So that's all I need to know about this problematic 
and or villain. Yes. Well, and I think she might be lovely. I hope she's lovely. But, but no, um, if you're the niece of a famous person, it feels like you're so close. Ah, uh, you've seen like fame and fortune, yeah. but you don't have it for yourself. Right. Uh, she'll either, to me, she'll either be the person who is outing someone for being ADD or uh, <laughs> claiming victim status for being outed as having ADD. I which again, about that. If, if Zach getting cast as The Bachelor was like 51% of why we're not doing the show anymore, um, a, a, a dramatic narrative arc of last season being who can out people for being ADD, um, that was probably like 25% at least for me, you know? Yeah. And look, a, as a reminder, if you don't know, I am myself an ADHD survivor mm-hmm. and we support neurodivergence here at the PMG. Mm-hmm. However, it is not the same. Uh, revealing that you have ADHD is not the same as revealing like that you have, um, you know, bipolar disorder. Sure. They're just not equal, you guys. They're not equal. There is a difference. Unbelievable. Um, most likely to be a fan favorite for you. Okay. So I already mentioned mine, which was uh, Jess, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the spicy sweet soul from a big yeah. Puerto Rican family. Yes. That's so right. what about That's you? Right. Who's yours? I like Greer. I'm, I'm really like, uh, I'm kind of pot committed to Greer. Being Are like you a pretty... all... That's a lot of Greer for one episode. I know. I'm just saying like there's uh, certain personalities dominate the season, you know, and I'm, I'm going all in on, uh, on Greer as like dominating the season. What about, okay. So let me, let me throw another one in. What about Ariel? Ariel? What are, what are your thoughts about Ariel? 28 yeah. marketing exec. Uh, she comes from, here's what I think. I, I could put her into every category. I could make her a winner. I could make her a weirdo because she's a weirdo because uh, she loves to read Architectural Digest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just think when you say That's that fake. out loud That's as not a contestant real. on The Bachelor, it's not real. You're really reading us weekly like, and you're just pretending. Honestly, do the three of us know if there are words in Architectural Digest or is it just pictures? I, the only thing I know about Architectural Digest is that they do videos of celebrities' homes, but I've never read, I've never seen a magazine called that. I just assume it's just pictures. Like, why would you have words? Why would you have the, words? She yeah. also, uh, she's also at some point going to say, talk to you about her Ukrainian family. Mm. But again, again, the conflict happening in Ukraine is yep. not the same as the conflict happening in the mansion during The Bachelor. You don't know that. You haven't seen it yet. You have no idea. <laughs> You have no idea. Those feel different to me. Yeah. See, Ariel um, or Allie. uh, I had both of them as like, these could be winners. These could be gone without any FaceTime or these like, it's just high upside for both of them. Allie is the 26 year old. Like she's cute, Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. super cute. She's from Atlanta. She's a cheerleader for the uh, Braves, which I didn't even know was a thing. Yeah. Baseball team should not have cheerleaders. I'm sorry. No, she has a golden doodle named Texas. What part of that? Don't love that either. Honestly, don't let that I, either. I don't like but that. I, I can see Zach being like, whoa, like galaxy brain moment. She's the one that loves broccolini, but not broccoli. She loves, which is insane because broccoli is just like more stem, right? If, is, it's if you looked at broccoli stem. and you were like, if I had three wishes, Jeannie, one would be to have more stem on my broccoli. Isn't and that's the best crazy. part the leaves? Not the I think so. Right? Stem's not good. I don't She's like that. She's also, the, my worry, the reason I didn't really put Allie into a group is because I'm very concerned about the fact that she is so proud to be a collector of porcelain dolls. See, that's a faked fact. That's not even real. I think I'm more um, uh, worried that she says she went to the same high school as Beyonce, like 25 years differently. You know, that's not the same. Like, right? yeah, Beyonce was long graduated. You, What would you have? Do you think that was a, that was a magnet school? No. Yeah. Like, what are it's you talking a, about? 
I'm like, I've been to the same place where William Tecumseh Sherman was. Yeah, we've both been to Atlanta, but like just very different timelines. Well, I do, I do recognize that when you leave Texas, that all you do is talk about Texas. Even if you don't, I'm like, I always think if you love it so much, why aren't you living there? Aaron? Oh, did she leave Texas? I just like asked. <laughs> I'm ignoring that. <laughs> she went to school in Houston. She went to Beyonce's uh, high school. Which, oh, by that's the way, right. That's right. That's by right. By the way, did Beyonce graduate from high school? Like, did she go to class her senior year? Wow, She's are you shaming in... Beyonce's educational no, record? No, no. Wow. I'm just saying, no. I was. Um, what I am saying is she was worth $100 million at 16. That's I just don't think Jamie she was Golden in, uh, on I don't all think the she was going to chemistry class. I just don't yeah. think she was. You all the great I mean? ones don't graduate. You know, all the great ones don't graduate. That's fair. That's fair. Basically. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think we're on the same page there. Um, most likely to not be her reported age. Who did you did you mention Holland already for this? Well, one? Uh, no, I, I I agree it's Holland, but actually it's the because uh, I really think you could uh, split it and be like either of the two white women from Florida um, oh, who have okay. blonde hair. Okay? okay, and so the other one is I'm going to give it to Catherine. Catherine, mm-hmm. who was 26, a registered nurse from Tampa. Uh, Tampa is the mm-hmm. first clue that she's probably older than she looks. Sure, no offense to the Tamponians, Birminghamians. Yeah. We age hard and fast okay uh first of all her bio starts with she's a vibrant go-getter that means they're trying to convince us that she can get out of bed quickly like she's vibrant it also says that uh uh, uh people tell Catherine that she looks like julia roberts yeah scrolls up to her, her picture and she's not she doesn't look like julia roberts actually, she doesn't look like julia roberts and i think it's just that she does look 53 years old i think you know? she looks like the girl from the promo uh poster from smile you know, like more like dolled oh, up. Oh, she does. She doesn't look like Julia Roberts. And then it, Catherine says she could live off breakfast pastries, which are basically just soft foods that elderly people have to eat. You know, I mean, what it's better I mean? than oysters. You know, so no, it uh, is better. But she, when I look at her, I think that is so many teeth, and yeah. I don't think I think those are dentures. I don't think those are real. Um, I had uh, Madison. You know, I uh, I feel like um, twenty six. And well, here is the thing. She does not. She says she's 26. She's from North Dakota. Um, she's the one with sisters as a package deal. There's no way she's 26. She's 56 if she's 36. You know, like th- there's just no way. But I understand North Dakota, the wind and the cold might age you a little faster. I know, so but it I'm does feel it. like she's had some injections done. And I'm not saying, listen, I've had injections done and do every four to six months. Sure. But I, her injections feel too early for her. Tw- I'm 47. She's 26. I could be her mother. Why is she also having injections along with me? It's too much. I also want to put in Olivia M. Aaron, will you look up Olivia M. uh, from the Bachelor uh, contestant, uh, the the bios? Because Olivia M., she's 25. She's a stylist from Cincinnati, Ohio. um, And she describes herself as a city slicker now. Is that that the Cincinnati part? I guess Cincinnati's big. (laughs) Their chili's great, I guess. I don't know. But um, that Skyline chili is great. She, uh, the problem is, she looks like if, stay with me on this, she looks like if Dove Cameron was Mother Gothel in the Tangled movie, but like she forgot to sing the flower gleam and glow song for a few days. She's like, oh man, like, I don't know what's going on here. I forgot to like replenish the, uh, the skin and everything. It's just not a good look. And even like her Instagram looks a lot better than her. It's just a really bad picture. Might be the worst picture of all the women. It is. Her hair seems flat and I don't think her hair is flat. And she's coming in at a very bony angular yeah. Uh, approach to the camera. Yeah. She looks plus, like a black swan ballet situation. Plus she's telling me she loves carbs. No, no, you don't. Lies. No, it's live. Yeah. <laughs> well, she does, I like that her special talent is sound like a dolphin. That's a fun. That's a Aaron, fun. Aaron, you sound like a dolphin. I sometimes have a hole in the top of my mouth that allows me. Wait, to wait, have wait, a wait, wait. How is gonna it have to go back to that one? Gonna have to go back to that one. Sometimes you have a hole. Uh, I don't know. I think sometimes it gets covered with like spit and mucus. 
you know, a Aaron, hole's still I, a hole, even if spit's in it. No, I, Aaron, you are you are a nesting doll of mysteries. Honestly, <laughs> the, the the casuality that you reveal that sometimes you have a hole in your mouth. That, I thought that's I guess, why she was asking me. Why? Why it, else would she ask me? Right. It's true. It's a very targeted question. So, but I, I like that aspect of of Olivia M. Um, okay, most likely to become the next Bachelorette, Jamie. Okay, I'm going to make a case for Charity. Charity who is 26. She's mm-hmm. a child and family therapist from Columbus, Georgia. I like that she's not from the big city, but she's not from a small town. So it's got that balancing act. Uh, I like that she's in a very caring thing. Her her bio is classically boring, which is really what will end up working in her favor. Mm-hmm. She's the total package. I think she's very pretty. I think she has a gorgeous smile. She, her all-time favorite movie is The Notebook. That's a classic Bachelorette choice. Um, she wants to move to Walt Disney World one day. ABC loves a mention of another brand oh, that they own. That's true. That's true. You know? And then she throws a mean axe. And I don't know if that's a euphemism. Maybe it mm. is. I don't mm-hmm. know what it means. But it makes her like, oh, maybe there is some sexiness under there. And so I think she could be an excellent choice for a bachelorette. Plus, okay. ABC will be like, oh, wait, we went so white. We need to try something different this next time. Yeah, Dr. Jamie aren't recapping anymore. Maybe we need to diverse it up a little bit and right, right, get right. back in it. But we're not. Listen, ABC. No, we're, we're not. not coming back. No. Um, no. I, again, I wonder, like, there's a little bit of a rubric we got to follow here with Next Bachelorette. So they have to be primarily cute versus hot. Okay? That yes. has to be the fundamental thing. So, like, the hot, it, it can even be, like, 51 cute, 49 hot, but it's got to be primarily um, cute. Michelle probably is a good example of this. She was like 65, 35, cute to hot. Yeah. Um, Katie Thurston was an example. She was, um, 95, uh, just uh, funny, yeah. zero, nothing, you know? So that was kind of weird. What about Claire? Taisha, oh, she was the other exception. She was 2% oh, okay. cute, 98% hot. Claire Crawley was a 0% cute, 0% hot. So that was, it was just the pandemic. We were <laughs> all is, trying to make our way. Which is why that show ended after three episodes. That <laughs> That's season. right. Yes. But they can't be the front runner, but they have to be reliably like in the top five has to be an easily understood life narrative, uh, signature show trauma. You know, something happened like um, uh, Gabby and the other one were left for dead on a staircase in like Scandinavia, um, stuff like that. Like there needs to be something to call back to. And I've seen the preview of Zatcha's season. There is a little, there are some tears. There's some Mm. crying. There's Mm -hmm. some screaming at people. So maybe that, maybe that's what, you know, maybe Charity will be involved in some of that. I like Charity. I'm going to also toss Mercedes in the mix because I feel like she's going to be, there's a good story there. So high. Yeah, so but I think the 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 pigs will cute her down a little bit, you know, and be like, well, sure, I've got sure, sure. to deal with that. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I feel pretty comfortable with that. I've uh, before we go to our lights, I, I've got there's some bio one liners we didn't cover. Okay. Can I just like yes. blast through them really quick? Absolutely. Um, we didn't talk about Becca. Becca, her bio versus her Instagram is a different person. Is a completely different person. hundred percent different person. Because Becca, her bio looks like if Kathy Najimi did porn before she got her big break. Yes. And then her Instagram looks like maybe one of the most attractive people to ever walk the planet Earth. I know. She's a nursing student in Burbank. Like, it's like no. she's set to be a star. That's not true. Uh, Bailey wants to be a professional skydiver. Uh, it's not a real thing. I don't know what that is. Kara is not a good cook, but she's great at, quote, assembling meals. Which what? Uh, <laughs> that's same. called HelloFresh. Thank you. Same. <laughs> uh while Davia's life hasn't always been easy, dot, 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 there's that trauma narrative we're going to need there. Uh, Victoria doesn't eat blue tortilla chips. Um, we talked about the <laughs> Olivia City Slicker in Cincinnati. And then uh, Lekka, I think, uh, is that how yeah. we pronounce her name? Yes. Uh, she's ready to find the one. And while her parents' marriage was arranged, they are supportive of her journey to find love and happiness in her own way. Listen, when she shared her uh, love language, she said it was massage. And I was like, welcome to Aaron on The Bachelor. <laughs> 
Is there part of you that's a little sad we're not recapping this season? No, zero percent. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Nine, 0%. Uh, you know what I am? 100% hot, 0% not sad. <laughs> no, wait. Uh, that math is weird. No, you, you got it. I mean. You got it. It's yeah. uh yeah, it's a it's a sliding scale. Um well if you have thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions on these bachelor contestants, please let us know nextjamie.com slash four eighty eight. All right, Jamie, you wanna do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights. All right, what is your red light this week? Okay, it's time for rapid red lights. Here we go. Number one, Twitter has revoked access for third party apps, which means there are millions of us who have used other apps for a decade to read and tweet and now we're expected to use the native twitter app and the red light is not actually to twitter or elon musk it's to those of you who've been using the native twitter app for a decade which of your stepdads hurt you that Mm. this app is horrific it's horrific second amanda seyfried amanda seyfried who is making the award circuit because she went she's winning for the dropout as she should that was a green light of mine she was at the critics choice awards and she said she was wearing an old dress from Dior, okay? Okay. And so it was frail. Listen, as the night went on, her hair came down. Like, her hair was up on the red carpet. Her hair is down because I'm th- I found out later she's trying to cover her areolas because her dress has broken. Okay. And then when she goes on stage to accept an award, she has to put on a jacket because the top of the dress is now no longer connected wow. to the other parts of the top of the dress. Now, the red light is actually that she said it was old. Uh, that dress was made in 2020. And I do know that that does seem like centuries, Amanda. Uh, centuries have passed since 2020. Maybe but it was like a metaphor of Theranos of like, it's supposed to work and then it just never actually works. And it falls well, apart. it's not old. It's just poorly made. Also, plus red light because on the red carpet, she revealed that she and Evan Rachel Wood are going to be in an adaptation of Thelma and Louise. How do you feel? Oh, I hate it so much. So much. What if I told you it's a musical adaptation? Hate it even more. Couldn't didn't know there was Guys, room in my heart to hate it more. Okay, so do you think it'll be a different song for the attempted rape and the murder, or will that be the same song? Same song. It'll be a, just song. a good bridge. Good bridge. Right, right, right. Okay, third red light. DFW. Here's the thing. Uh, let's talk about this airport real quick. DFW. Okay. You feel like an airport from The Walking Dead. Uh, <laughs> there are no escalators that work. Uh, uh, no, no uh, elevators. I don't know how anyone who is uh, disabled gets through your airport. Um, everything is dark. Oddly, the terminals are so narrow that the gate is inside a TGI Fridays. Why is it like that? And I know some of you are going to message and go, why don't you fly into love? Yeah. Well, first of all, Delta does not fly direct from Birmingham and I'm not cut out for the survival of the fittest that is flying Southwest. I can't Mm -hmm. do that. All right. Mm -hmm. And final, final red light. Always a red light to Austin Butler. You know, he's on the award circuit for the Elvis movie. Um, but here's the red light. He has still not still not stopped using that Elvis voice. Austin, I know you listen. You are not from the Deep South. You were born and raised in Anaheim, California. You have the same accent as Zatch Shawcross. So may I suggest that you get cast in a biopic about Zatch Shawcross so mm-hmm. that you can reset that voice to factory settings. I don't know why it's like that. I don't, I don't know why it's like that. I would not watch the movie. Jason and I talked about this on Over and Achievers. And what we came up with, if he would just say, hey, guys, I'm going to sound like Elvis for the rest of my life because it feels fun and I kind of like that choice. And I just need everybody to be okay with that. That would be acceptable to me. Aaron, have you heard Austin's voice? Yeah. How do you feel about it? Well, I mean, he's not, he just sounds like Elvis. I think he's doing a great job sounding like yeah. Elvis. You think he should always sound like Elvis? Well, I just, I think it, it just might be like a big kind of Enneagram 3 energy. Oh, he listen, a, I, you know what? Nasha Boy, your body, your choice, your voice, your choice. So yeah. sound like whoever you want to sound like. Listen, it is an Enneagram 3 energy because I know for a fact that Aaron has probably, she had diabetes in elementary school, which she did not mm-hmm. have. She just told people she had it. What were in the, what were your pills that you took for your diabetes? Yeah, I took red Tic Tacs. Right, exactly. Yeah, she cured it. Was, and 
that's not what diabetics do. They don't yeah. do that. They take <laughs> no. injections. Anyway, did you have a fake voice? Uh, maybe like a couple times when we went to Branson, Missouri, and like, you know, you wanted to put on a fake accent for the other 12-year-old boys in the hot tub. Yeah, that's yeah, just, yeah. That's just LARPing. British. That's just live action role play. Listen, I had a friend who we went to look at a house that we could not afford one time many years ago, and he <laughs> decided to have a very thick southern accent. <laughs> he sounded like the governor of Alabama. Yeah. Uh, and he went in and he was like, "My," and I'm going to name him. He goes, uh, my name's Patrick Galloway. My friends call me Rick. <laughs> <laughs> As if Rick is short for Patrick. And then at the end, what happened was they asked him, the real estate agent asked him what he did. And he said, I'm assistant to the governor of Georgia. And then they said, oh, I know the chief of staff. I'm oh, going to let him no. know that I know you. Oh, no. And we were like, he's like, we have to go, Jamie. We need to get to dinner. We have oh, reservations. <laughs> Rick, short for Patrick. Why would you be moving to Alabama? Yeah, I, know. I was like, Rick, this, Rick, mm, Rick, 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 yep. we got to go. Hey, Rick. I know. Uh, okay, what's your red light? My red light is uh, modern Satanism. Okay, they sold out. It's very, it's very discouraging. There's a, I came across an article on MSN by way of the Telegraph, and it's this deep dive on young people. It's it, the headline is "Young People Sacrifice Belief in God on the Altar of Satanism." I was like, "Well, I have to click that. I have to understand what's going on there." Yeah. And like, so here's the lead: while the macabre occult rituals, virgin sacrifices, chalices of blood, and belief in the actual devil are a thing of the past, Satanism is luring increasing numbers of young people disillusioned with outdated and dogmatic traditional traditional religions to join fold by offering an alternative stuffy traditional faiths. I get pivoting, and I get zigging while everybody else is zagging, but I feel like they're losing the core of who they are. And they interviewed this guy, Chaplain Leopold, a 32-year-old London-based undertaker um, who co-runs the Global Order of Satan UK. And he said he's seen a 200% increase in membership over the last five years. Nobody fact-checked that. Like that, He just says that, and they're accepting that, and that's incredible to me. But um, he says Satanism is an option for people who don't want to be identified uh, as dogmatic uh, religions and don't like oppressive previous religions. And I just... Part of me is like, you know, I didn't like modern Satanism, but I respected they're like, yo, here's what we're about. Number one, crazy masks. Number two, Satan. Number three, some kind of sacrifice. Okay. We're yeah. hard. We do that. That's what we're about. Do but all this Satanists, is, Satanists need sacrifice? Is that the requirement? Honestly, I don't know. I'm not too familiar with it, but that feels okay, like yeah, the vibe, yeah. right? It feels like the vibe with it. But he does, the, the Leopold guy, he says, with our rituals, there's never any murder. There's never any sacrifice. There's never any blood rites to Satan. We don't worship the devil. We don't cast magical spells. I'm sorry. What are you even? Like, what Wait, are you talking if you're about? Not, if you're not, if you're not, why are you, why are you called a Satanist if you're not into the devil? That's what, but he said, it's contrary. He says, contrary to stereotypes, only a fringe minority of Satanists actually worship Satan. Instead, it's more metaphorical. I just feel like, is there anything true anymore? Oh, it's true even? Is, is that truth like Southern Baptists? Not many, but like some. You know, it's like they're not the, all of them. Yeah, it's just like the bad like group over here. But he says, he's basically like, look, Satanists, we just like to have fun together and do rituals in the forest. And like, if that's what you're about, then you should join the Satanists. And I just, I think maybe short term, you're going to get some people. You're going to get some like young people who are like, that sounds cool. But I think long term, you've lost like the core of who how, you are. Well, how is his Satanism different than like going to a national park and camping? Well, you know, because there's like a, there's an option to worship Satan yeah. if you want to, but you don't have to. It's not put upon uh, people to do that. So, so you're red lighting being this version of Satanist, like you want only true Satanist, or you all Satanism. You're red lighting. You know, in um, I think it was Unbreakable when Samuel L. Jackson was just like, I like. I needed like an adversary and all the adversaries like just kind of suck. So I have to build up Bruce Willis and survive a train wreck so I can have a worthy adversary. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, sat the Satanism was like, you know, like a good adversary. And now they're just like, 
We're now just it sounds like, like an cool MLM. Club. It's not even that impressive. We're just like a good book club. We're just going to like get together and chat, have some wine, you know. So I just like it's a, it's a, the end of an era, I guess. So red light to them. Uh, what's your green light this week? Okay, my green light this week is a book. It's called Everyone in My Family Has Killed Someone <laughs> by Benjamin Stevenson. Y'all, this book got recommended to me by Publishers Weekly. Like they were right, they were like, this is fantastic. I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. If Agatha Christie was around today, she would have written this book. This book is so good. Ernie's our main character. He's also the narrator. He's a crime fiction fan. So the reason that Knox comes up in the book is because at the top, he does Knox's rules for writing a, tr- a crime fiction novel of like, you can't reveal this too soon. It's like, you can't say this too soon. It was very fascinating. Mm. And, but you're, so so Ernie, our guy, he's headed to the mountains for a family reunion, which is awkward because he ratted out his brother to the police three years okay. earlier for murder. And this reunion takes place the weekend of that brother's release from prison. And then there's a dead body that appears at the chalet. And listen, the first two lines of this book are, everyone in my family has killed someone. Some of us, the high achievers, have killed more than once. <laughs> and weirdly enough in the book, I was reading it on Kindle. I'd be curious what it's like in the actual like physical book is he references things that happen in the future of the book and he hyperlinks it. So you can go straight to that page. He's like, you know, my, my brother and I've only been in one fight. It hasn't happened yet, but you'll see it if you go here. And he like, you click and you can go forward. He talks to you as if he's like, he is saying like, Oh, now I'm always going to be honest with you. Unreliable narrators are very in vogue right now, but I promise I'm a reliable narrator. And the things that get revealed, you they were in plain sight the whole time. And it was oh. so, so very good. It kept me on kept me on the edge of my seat. I really loved it. So I, I think it's an excellent, excellent book. Okay. Okay. Mine is a, it's a true crime podcast series. Um, and uh, it's called Gone South. It has two really, really good seasons I crushed over the uh, Christmas break. Um, and both revolve around uh, uh, analyzing and covering unsolved murders in the South. The first season, uh, it covers the murder of an assistant district attorney named Margaret Kuhn um, outside of New Orleans. Uh, and it does that uh, cool thing of, it doesn't feel like it's three episodes too long. It feels like it's pretty tight. And at the end of every episode, it's kind of like, oh, I know what happened. And then the beginning of the next one's like, oh, that didn't happen. That definitely didn't happen. So it keeps you kind of on your toes. And the second season, uh, I think it's second season, uh, covers the murder of a judge and his politician wife, Vincent and Margaret Sherry in Biloxi, Mississippi. And uh, not only that, it talks about the involvement, allegedly, of the Dixie Mafia, um, which I'm fascinated by. Uh, And uh, these are two seasons done really well well researched well interviewed um i love the pacing it's really good there's a lot of texture but there's a lot of uh, good topical information and there is an infinite supply of southern drawls throughout this series so if you like the oh, southern accent you're going to get a lot of uh patrick who goes by rick the assistant to the governor of Georgia. Excellent. I was talking there about, for the Satanists when they were murdering people. Now I heard about Margaret Cohn and the, <laughs> the Satanists when they became lesser than. You know what I mean? So uh, it's just really, really good. Quick, easy listens uh, both seasons. So I highly recommend. Okay. Um, okay. That's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. If you're going to remember time you're shopping on Amazon, make sure you go to amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first. So you purchase our affiliate link. If you're item purchase using that link, this week was Jamie. This is just a pack of s'mores chapstick. Okay. But interestingly enough, it's not like each chapstick is s'mores. No, it, there's one graham cracker. There's yep. one marshmallow and there's one chocolate. Now this has 4.8 stars out of five with 96,000 ratings. Okay. Oh. But my favorite question asked about this product is, is this unisex? 
Yeah. So up first was John who said, uh, I don't really blame you for getting it in your head that it's a woman's product. I mean, <laughs> look at the promotional imagery or nearly of any nearly any chapstick ad. Their marketing trends towards women. Sprite constantly targets black people in Sprite commercials. Do white people drink Sprite? All the time. It doesn't make them a white person, Rachel Dolezal, if they drink Sprite. That went so off the rails, that answer. The Rachel Dolezal is uh, a revelation. <laughs> and then also Jennifer felt like that was, she didn't think John's reply was sufficient. So yeah. She came in and said, hey, it's chapstick. Plus a man can do everything us women can. Like wear makeup. We're equals. Well, we can't do everything women can. There's some you, things we can't do. You, well, you can't, uh, you don't have a Pikachu. You have yeah. a Diglett. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for incorporating the new vernacular. Thank you. We're using Diglett now, guys. Get on board. All right, you guys. As a reminder, we have all kinds of goodness in our Patreon community. January's AUA is up for replay. Two episodes of The More You Know, the pilot program for The Last of Us and Milf Manor come out Friday, January 20th. And our January Cinema Side piece arrives the next week on January 27th. Also, if you sign up as an annual B-Thoughts, best friend of the show, you get eight episodes of Knox, Aaron, and me deep diving all of the Harry Potter films. Just go to knoxandjamie.com slash Patreon or click the link in the show notes. I'm Jamie Golden. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jamie B. Golden. I'm Knox McCoy. You can find me on socials at Knox McCoy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.